0: Welcome back to Old Nerd, Young Nerd. I'm Derek.
1: I'm Todd, and
0: we are continuing our Ready Player One critical analysis. Um, this episode, we're going to be focusing more on the the differences between the book and the show, or yeah, the book and the movie that didn't involve the challenges or the gates. Mm-hmm. So we'll start off simply with um, with Wade himself. So in, in both in both the uh, the show. Or movie and the book. Wade lives in uh, what is known as stacks, mm-hmm. which are a form of um, cheap housing where you just take like a bunch of mobile homes and weld them together and stack them up with a crane. Right. But unlike unlike the 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 book, and do we want to like talk about why that's the case? Well, we'll um, we'll, I'll get to that in a. Well, you know, what, might as well just get to it now. Okay. So basically, the it's uh the year that the story is set in, in in both the film and the book is 2044 mm-hmm. not and too far from where we are now nope not too far and 25 years yeah yep 25 yeah. years from now <clears throat> so in this time more so a lot more so in the book than in the movie uh the world's not in great shape so in the book the um you know, uh, the people go to the Oasis and basically stay in there because the Oasis is better than the real world. Because the real world has a critical energy crisis, uh, terrible climate change, uh, famine, poverty, disease, and nuclear war. Which is something that they don't even really touch on in the movie. The movie just says that the world's in bad shape and nobody wants to fix it. All right. So the, the book sets up a much more dystopian world. And because of the overwhelming poverty... People can't afford to live in like suburbs or anything anymore. So they created these stacks as cheap uh cheap income cheap low income housing basically. It's
1: not just cheap income uh cheap low income housing, it's also to um maximize power uh, and yes. accessibility to to the oasis. To the oasis slash internet.
0: Yep. So in in the book, uh Wade Lives in was it um, Oklahoma City? Yes. Mm-hmm. And you know, after this, after his uh, the place he lives with his aunt is just, is uh, blown up by I O I. He moves to Columbus. Right.
1: let let's just backtrack just a little bit. Okay. Um, the main cities throughout the country are havens because as society breaks down. Almost uh, from a situational standpoint of like the eight, the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, everyone gravitates towards the cities.
0: Right. Well, and also like uh, in the book, anyway, people couldn't afford to live in suburbs anymore.
1: They couldn't live to su- They couldn't live uh, live in suburbs. They also couldn't afford the the gas or and the, the fuel. Yep. Right. So they moved to like these super cities. Uh-huh. Uh, to conserve on energy for for all and intents and, and purposes, yep. as well as like in uh, order interaction order. between the internet and, you know, mm-hmm. um, so
0: even um even Wade's life in the stacks is different because in, in the book he like the the trailer isn't just his aunt, his aunt's boyfriend, and him. There's like seven other people living in it. Correct,
1: which they never really talk. About yeah, they, and, in the book, or, that, or I'm sorry, in the movie. There's, I think, like, I think there's small, like 14 or 15
0: people. Yeah, this it's like a small detail that they have left out. Really shit, delves into like the whole poverty issue. Right. And um and, um, um. and
1: what and what you don't what you don't they don't hit on in the movie what they what they hit on in the uh, book. Is obviously him going to Oklahoma City versus going to Columbus. Right. So, And right. what what's the reason for him going to, going to Columbus?
0: Right. IOI blows up uh, the trailer he was living in. Right. Killing everyone in it but him because he was in his little hideaway. Right. Um, and at this point, because he's Parsable and he was the first to the Copper Key, first on the scoreboard, he got all these – in the book, he got all these – uh. Uh, sponsorships mm-hmm. and um, or advertisement deals and stuff, and made a made some money. Right. So he was able to move, and he wanted to move to Columbus because Columbus has the fastest access to the Oasis.
1: Right, because that was one of the main server.
0: Right, it's, server yeah, it's the company headquarters is Columbus, Correct. Ohio. Mm-hmm. So we'll get to this too in in the book. Wade starts off as a high school senior. They don't mention his uh, status as a student or professional or anything in the in the movie at all but right. he's a high school senior going to school within the oasis on the school planet <laughs> ludus which is where which we touched on in the last episode is where the first key ended up being located right and the system of transport within the oasis is you pay to teleport off worlds or you pay for a starship and fuel Which Mm -hmm. he couldn't afford, so he could never leave the planet. Right. And as you said, Halliday put it the first key on Lutus because he wanted everybody to have an opportunity to start the challenge. Right. Whether you're too poor to leave a school planet or not. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, winning, getting uh, the key gave you money, or Oasis credits anyway. Right. Right.
1: And the first key was located in
0: where? Uh, the, um... The, uh, the 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 uh, jeez, ah, tomb of horrors. I was thinking dungeon for some reason. No, the, you're d- no, D&D you're correct. The you're tomb correct on both accounts. Yeah, within Ludus, mm-hmm. just some random mountain chain.
1: It wasn't just from uh, some random mountain chain. It was a and D module. Uh, yes. module. Uh, 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 I, I
0: think it was it was Ali's favorite D module.
1: Right. It was this It was also the first. Is it? It was his, oh, first, his first. His first. I'm right. Um, where they had to go into the Dungeon of Horrors. Mm. Uh, which overhead and and this this is what I love about this game. Or I'm sorry. The, the, this book. The overhead view of this uh,
0: okay, key, the,
1: yeah. key location was a skull. Yes. For those in my generation, if you ever played Legend of Zelda, the last tomb was based on the... If you looked at, from an overhead standpoint, uh-huh. it was a skull as well. Was it? Yeah.
0: Uh, the original Legend of Zelda?
1: Legend of Zelda That's from cool. 86. That's 87. Cool. Um, so, like, I was kind of like... I was already in, involved... Because they were talking about D&D, and I was even more involved when they were talking about the fact that, hey, this is like the intro to Legend of Zelda. But mm-hmm. go ahead. Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt. Well, yeah. I did mean to interrupt, but when, I, I want
0: um, The. Well, I mean, we've already touched on the poverty. Like, in the book, Wade is dirt poor. Correct. Can't leave his school planet. Like, occasionally a friend will give him a ride. Also, right. he can get a little bit of XP. XP is something they didn't even really get into, and in like a le- level of your avatar. Mm-hmm. So you're in the movie, yes, in the movie. So uh, your la- if you in the book, once you made an avatar, you start at level one. Makes sense, mm-hmm. and you maxed out at level ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So Wade had been in the Oasis with his avatar for like five years and was only level three because he could never leave the school planet because he right. couldn't afford to, mm-hmm. and would uh, occasionally hitch a ride with somebody, right, right. and They called him the Cobalt Killer, because he would just kill low-level Cobalt to gain XP. There were, like,
1: three XP
0: per, you know. So, like, I I, I totally got that. Um, Yes, they didn't touch on that in the movie. They didn't really touch on the the expenses of Oasis gear. Right. They touched on it lightly... In the first race, where
1: he was opening his door to like suck up the XP and uh, gold, he needed fuel, right? Um, Which is why he like started
0: well, close so, to
1: the the back of it.
0: But one thing they gave him in the movie at the beginning, I think he didn't get to the book until he moved to Columbus, with where he had money, was in the uh, the multi-directional treadmill thing. Right, omnidirectional, it, omnidirectional. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they in the movie it it almost seemed like that was a uh, standard Oasis gear. That wasn't right. that wasn't the case at all. In right. fact, like um, all the main characters of Ready Player One were overweight teenagers.
1: Right, and one of the one of the issues uh, that they pointed out in the beginning was we did not want to loot did not want to like fail out mm-hmm. of Ludus because if he fell out of Ludus, he, he would lose. To wh- go,
0: he would have to go back to real school.
1: He would have to go back to real school. He would also have to. Uh, give back his, uh, his Oasis console. Correct. Yes. Um, Which obviously he couldn't
0: afford mm-hmm. normally. And now, now one thing, like I just said in in the book, like all these all these kids were overweight, mm-hmm. and eventually, like Wade gets he gets that omnidirectional treadmill, and he uh, ins- has a program on it that he can't use the Oasis unless he gets X amount you're, of exercise. You're like bouncing way ahead. Well, I'm just after going, going after he gets list. to Columbus. I know. Okay, I'm just going down a list. All right, list. all right. Um, I thought that was that was a neat little thing, sort of a shot at gamers today, right? How kids don't get enough exercise. No, no.
1: I mean, it's entirely correct. I mean, uh, there was a huge issue when World of Warcraft came out. When World of Warcraft and EverQuest. Ever, yeah. Uh where people would like like not shower, would I mean, not eat, would not do anything yeah, play,
0: except play the game. Yeah, they'd play for like for, twenty hours a day, sleep for four, get back up and yeah, play. Yeah. I mean and ordered like pizza. I mean, I've heard I've heard stories, I don't know how true it is, that people like just put, Being so engrossed in those games that they just died playing them because they weren't taking care of themselves.
1: I don't know. I I don't know anyone that died playing them, but like I can honestly understand where they were coming from. Mm -hmm. Uh, But obviously, that was kind of a nod to that particular area of the gaming community Mm -hmm. where you just did not do anything. You know what I mean? And, And and I believe me. I've not been to that extreme, but like I've been to the extreme where I've had friends over and we play for 10, 12 hours straight. Yeah. And then we just like pass out and yeah. like my parents would, like wake us up and like, what are you guys doing? Blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, obviously we would eat and everything else, but uh, I understand where that that logic was coming from.
0: And of course, like uh, in, in grade school, we had. Have- parties and stay up all night playing N64. Right. Like two hours of sleep.
1: Yeah. Which is, you know, kind of similar to what we're dealing with here, um, except to a further extreme, mm-hmm. obviously.
0: All right. So another thing that, and this is, this is pretty big in the book was the relationship between um, Halliday and Ogden Morrow, his partner. Hey. Right. They be, they were childhood not childhood. They became best friends in high school through D&D. hmm And uh, they met... Halliday's one and only love, love interest and Ogden's future wife, Kira, that way. Right. And they were they all were... Uh, they all formed gregarious games together. Well, basically... No, no. She was... Um, she did art for them. Halliday right. and... She and was, she was never
1: a part of... Um, Gregarious Games. I, uh, uh, you know, obviously she was a part in the sense that she was um, ultimately the wife of Og. Yes, but uh, she was never. It was always yeah, it was Og, Og and, and
0: Halliday, right? And well, so in the movie, like they have Holiday force Og out of the company, basically, right? But in the Which, book, in the book, he chooses to leave because he saw he didn't see Gregarious Games as a gaming company. Right, because the Oasis didn't. was uh, not just a game. Right, because you could like like we talked about, you could do business and everything in there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And he didn't really like that so
1: much. And Og and his wife uh, created a separate gaming company, mm-hmm. which was basically to teach um, the youth new ways of learning things.
0: Essentially. Mm-hmm. And of course, because it's a movie, time has to flow pretty quickly, like it they go from getting the first key to winning the whole thing within the matter of maybe a week at most, it seemed like. Whereas in the right. book in the book the story takes place over the course of one or two years. Yeah, it's it's several years. Yeah, for sure. And then like I like we talked about I think I talked about this in the last episode, how how much more? Since the world is more dystopian, IOI as a company is much seems much more evil. Right. Not not so much. Th- um. So their their goal to win is to get control of the Oasis so that they can monetize it, which right. is what any corporation would do, pretty much. Right. Mm-hmm. But the lengths to which they're willing to go to to win. Mm. Mm-hmm. So they they, they try what? to kill Wade in both the book and the movie, but in the book they. They kill Daito. Him, right. him and Shoto are doing the quest for the second key. Mm-hmm. Uh In and, and during the quest, Ioi sends a team. Finds Daito, sends a team into his apartment, and throws him from a balcony. Like literally, rips him out of the, his oasis gear and throws him off a balcony. Right. And uh, the media there chalks it up to suicide because that's in this world, it's a very common thing.
1: Not just in that world, but it's it it, it actually, actually is something in this world as well. True. Um, but yeah, it, it's a lot. It's a lot darker of a story in the book than it is in the movie.
0: Well, and speaking of you know Daito and Shoto, and just the relationship the high five had with each other in um in the movie, other than Artemis, like the four H and. Uh, Wade and Daito and Shoto were all seemed to be friends. Mm-hmm. They were introduced as friends, but in in the book, it was only H and, and Wade that were friends. Correct. Uh, Daito and Shoto were just people that happened to be on the High Five, and then they called a meeting of the High Five. No. No, that's not entirely
1: true. Um, Daito and Shoto, as well as um, the guy that betrayed them. Oh, right. IROC? were all part of of H's sort of like, um... Oh, impromptu... Yeah.
0: No, Daito and Shoto were not. Yeah, they were. I don't believe they were. I think they were. I th- they got invited to the meeting of the High Five, but they had never been to the they basement did,
1: before. They did get invited, but I... Bu- you they might
0: be right. You might be right. Because you I, might I be right. Art- Artemis, Daito, and Shoto had never been to
1: the basement before because they were all commenting on how cool it was. All right. I... Perhaps remember it differently, but uh, you might be correct in that. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and uh, One thing that was a little different, the uh, the whole dance club scene.
1: Oh, that was what I was going to go to next, with Og.
0: Yes, because uh, they're, they're invited <coughs> to the dance club in for Og's birthday. He invited right. celebrity guests, and he was a big, powerful wizard DJ, mm-hmm. which is cool. Then the Sixers attack, and he actually just m- murders them all with one spell, which is also cool. Right. But uh, in the book, it's just they just go there just to go. Well, they think they're going to find a key there. But really, it's more of a date.
1: Right. right.
0: Yeah. I don't even know if I should mention this one. Okay. Fire the, away. The whole sex doll thing <laughs> from <of> the book. <laughs> should we just say, yeah, that, that was a thing. We can just move on from there? No, no, no. Like. In, in all honesty, I
1: I, I kind of like the fact that at least the author paid tribute to that because well, like people obviously in this
0: virtual existence and having are like
1: gonna at least try something like that and and in the book we admit yes I tried it I yeah. feel bad about it yeah, but you know I kind of had to I threw try it out but, like a day later yeah
0: but um well like that that also brings up the interesting thing like people met and married in the oasis that never met in real life and been married for years so i guess they would use those things to
1: anyway yeah that was a that was a quick segue in the book um talk about sexuality in the book mhm that's, that's and it, was, it
0: got and that's as far as we're going with it yeah
1: and i mean really that and honestly that's exactly what it was we're not like really even really glancing over anything nope
0: so and this this to me is the biggest Difference is, um, I, I I called it like Wade's 007 shtick when he he get he makes the fake identity as gets his fake identity indentured with IOI, so he can um, hack their system, steal <coughs> steal all the Sixers data so that he can release all the bad stuff that IOI's done to the to the media. He I mean,
1: basically uh you know and and Steven Spielberg obviously took this portion of the story. Changed, and and re- cha- Reduced it and changed it to Artemis. Correct. Right. And I like the fact, obviously, uh, with the story, where they go into it in much more detail. Uh, which makes a lot more sense yeah, he's, than the he's, Artemis story.
0: In the book, he's an indent for about a month. A couple of weeks to a month. It's a couple of weeks.
1: He had, I think it was like... I think... Uh, the, uh, the way that he set it up was, it was like three weeks to a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he found out that they, they were getting closed so that he had to like cut it short and it yeah. was like
0: two weeks, two weeks, and, uh, yeah or something like he that. He planned to stay there for a month, right. but only actually stayed there for a couple weeks. Right. And <clears throat> the gist of that was he, he bought a code online from one of the original IOI programmers Mm-hmm that gave them a backdoor into the system Mm -hmm. so he could use his the minimal system that the indents or you know forced labor people got to hack into the company and access whatever he wanted and he he cut his plan short because he found out that uh was planning on kidnapping uh artemis and shoto and then executing them right as well as the others and H, if they could find right. him, mm-hmm. which turns out to be a her. Right. That, that's that's 100% accurate from book to movie.
1: Right. Um, so, obviously, he sent an email to everyone mm-hmm. uh, to let them know. And what was kind of ironic was... And I really kind of like this, where they brought out... Um, where they... I don't remember if, it, if they did this in the movie. I I, I don't recall correctly, um, but in the book, something gets knocked over in H's like hideout.
0: Yes, they don't they don't do that at all. I didn't either.
1: think so. I didn't think so, but well,
0: um, they're having a high five meeting and a stack of comic books gets knocked over. Right, and they H attributes it to a glitch. Wade thinks it's weird right and it turns out they had a super fan all along who was the great and powerful OG right and uh, yeah, his character in, in, the, in the film was much diminished it was he's not but he's not understand. like he's not the great and powerful avatar he is in the book but he is secretly the um, uh, what he, like the librarian mm-hmm. that wasn't the term they called him um... But he was in charge. But
1: he was the, he was a librarian. Yeah, basically in uh, the holiday um, archives. Yeah. Um, but they do so they use the odd character um, in the movie uh, to basically wrap up a lot of the side quests uh-uh. that they had in the book. Um with respect to the 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 one up and everything else and bringing uh,
0: oh yes right and that that was another big thing the whole uh, free life quarter mm-hmm. that Wade has in um in the in the movie is which is given to him by the librarian mm-hmm. who turns out to be og right in the in the book and i like this a lot better he gets it by accident cuz he 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 sort of sort of incorrectly but sort of correctly interprets a key clue mm-hmm. he's he gives to the right sector wrong planet he's on the planet arcadia mm-hmm. which is a planet i would totally love to go to
1: yes
0: if, if the oasis was a thing
1: he, uh, and i'm not making fun of you in the least but when you were a kid did you have arcades we, we
0: talked about this the last episode i really did not
1: I know. I, I just I, and you know this episode, the last episode, were not the same thing. But, um,
0: um, but yeah. So he he thinks he has to play a perfect game of Pac Man, right? And there's a quarter stuck to the game of Pac Man that won't move. Mm-hmm. But once
1: he and moves, oh, and what does the quarter mean? We talked about this yes, too, uh, like in in previous. Yes, a quarter before on an, before we even talked about this whole thing. A
0: quarter on an arcade console got a reservation to play
1: correct
0: so but it's nicely done derek nicely move. done Quarter's stuck it won't move he plays gets his perfect game it comes loose and goes in his inventory
1: right but it just looks like a
0: normal quarter
1: right and he can uh
0: scan it or and anything he else can't spend and doesn't it. right and uh, it just it's just a quarter right and that that was a cool little thing because when they when when I was reading the novel and the cataclysm went off i was like wow they really did that this is done yeah they like he, everybody's got to start back at scratch now and then oh oh okay so he still has a level 99 avatar it's just he has no gear or anything
1: right and that and that uh comes into play uh, you know at that time right, too it makes because it harder
0: for him to get to the game
1: correct They've already opened the gate because they've opened it with three people. And uh, Oh, we forgot to talk about why three people have uh, opened the gate. We glossed
0: over that the last
1: time. Like, no, but where, but where was the hint? What was the hint?
0: It was the Schoolhouse Rock. Yes. Which was more of a 70s thing than the 80s thing, which is why I, well, I couldn't figure it out. Right. But also, because it was, it was a childhood thing, Right. and they wouldn't have even considered something like
1: that. Right. Which was again one of the reasons why I love this. Well, and that was because I remember that. That was another thing. Too. I remember that from the seventies.
0: So that was another thing too. In the in the book with um, the orb with the super powerful shield, uh, Ioi was working on trying to open that gate for over a month. Right. Um, one of the and one of the reasons Wade went into Ioi was to try find a way to take down the shield. Right. Which is, and the shield was taken down quite differently from the book. Yeah, as opposed to yeah. the movie. So in the, in the movie, Artemis took it down with the with a spell through a speed. Right. But in in the book, Wade programs a drone for all intents and purposes to go up and just detonate a bomb and right. kill well, the wizard that's controlling the orb. Right.
1: Because in the, the only way to end the spell is to for the wizard to stop the
0: spell well, and that was that was another thing too the orb was activated and deactivated by a verbal spell still had to be a level 99 wizard mm-hmm. but in the um in the book the wizard had to make phys- maintain physical contact with the orb All right so you had to have an avatar just stand there for a month All right yeah but uh and then let's go let's backtrack a little bit more yeah
1: where we're talking about the gates and the keys, uh-huh. uh, where uh, Sorrento got Godz- uh, Godzilla. Yes, what they did not talk about was, yeah, when,
0: when you beat the second gate, you got a prize option of a giant robot.
1: And what did you play to get that past that second gate? Do you remember the game?
0: Yeah, I have it written down. I didn't, that's what I take notes. Uh, the no, Black Tiger,
1: Black Tiger, which I've never played.
0: Um, um, so, yeah, since Wade's not the first person to beat that Geek, there's a bunch of giant robots that have been taken. He can't Boy. tell what they were. hmm So, but he picks, um, uh, he picks Leopardon in the book from Spider-Man. Right. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yes. The Japanese version of Spider-Man. Right. Yep. And, uh, Artemis takes Transer-Z from a show I don't, I've never heard, Maziner z no no,
1: no no uh she takes yeah she takes the female version yeah, of Trans or Z oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay uh, H was the one who took the number right uh in the but in do you the, remember where Ultraman came from yes in the where did ultraman come from
0: Derek uh Wade reached out to Dido and Shoto mm-hmm. and, off, uh, and offered to do a quest with them as kind of a way to not necessarily make friends, but to show them that he's on the up and up. Right. Make a peace with them, mm-hmm. and the prize for that quest was a was a capsule that could turn the avatar into it Ultraman, was a beta a capsule. Beta capsule. Uh, Ultraman which, for three minutes, two minutes,
1: uh, two or three minutes. I don't even remember, but um, that was a huge, huge tv show back in the 70s uh-huh. the 60s and 70s where my generation was like you know there like i remember still playing with I, like to this day 40 something years later uh-huh. i remember having a storm trooper uh pretending to be ultraman nice. from that show
0: well actually being ultraman is one of the so, Wade gets the beta capsule and gives it to Daito mm-hmm. as a peace offering, pact of friendship kind of thing. Right. And Daito is Ultraman when he's murdered by IOI because IOI couldn't get past him as Ultraman, so they killed him in real life. Right. Exactly. Because that was for the third gate, if I remember correctly. From second gate. Oh, they were trying to get this, the key, Zork. Zork. The right. second key. The J.K. Right. Um, and that, of course, like, because... So, Daito dies, Shoto gives the beta capsule to Wade mm-hmm. because of their friendship, and he felt honor-bound to do it. Right. Wade would use the beta capsule to turn into Ultraman and destroy Mechagodzilla. Because everyone else was
1: saying, let's just get to the third gate. Yes. Um,
0: and yeah.
1: Wade was just, like, too PO'd.
0: Yeah, and Artemis uh, bailed and headed to the gate, so right. they took the Gundam and that other mech out of the fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shadows had been destroyed at that point. Um, what did he have? Oh, hey, Ray Dean from Brave Ray Dean. That was his. The mech. Oh, all right. So yeah, uh, Wade uses Leopardon to fight Mechagodzilla until Leopardon gets destroyed and then turns into Ultraman. Correct. And just yeah, absolutely wrecks. Uh, Mechagodzilla. Yep. And then uh, Artemis and H are very mad at him for wasting time.
1: <laughs> right. And, but he had to uh, basically. Uh, well,
0: how do you not have a beta capsule and not use it? Yeah. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you, knew, you knew once he got it, that was going to come into play at some point. Yeah. Just as a reader. Right. That, like the most shocking thing was the, uh, the extra life coin. Yeah. Right. Like who? Because honest, honestly, when the catalyst went off, I was like, oh game cataclyst. over cataclyst sorry yes I was like i was like okay game over yeah everyone's got to start from scratch and get new avatars get new keys get new gear yeah and then we'll be back here in three months yeah well it wouldn't take Not that even. long no because no. no. everyone would because if you remember correctly from the story oh there was a sixer yeah uh there was like 15 sixers off world just yep. in case something happened right and that was for the final uh gate yep
1: where there was another test Uh Which was?
0: What? It was a Tempest and the Holy Grail. Right. And
1: uh, what do you mean by the Holy Grail? Which which they also... uh, Which uh, was also in... uh, Money Python and the Holy Grail. And they also did war games. But basically it was you had to basically reenact... The movie exactly you had, you had to hit lines
0: and and right and, stuff and, mm-hmm. and honestly if a video game like that were to ever exist in the real world i would play the crap out of it oh me too uh, absolutely depending on the movie obviously but
1: i can't imagine what it would cost though for like the oh, licensing no. and everything oh, like yeah. uh, like as soon as i read that like even with like as i'm reading it with war games i'm like this would cost a ton well you know what I mean? Well, Just get... was
0: worth like a quarter trillion dollars. So I
1: know. I mean, like obviously in the book, it makes sense, but like in reality, I think it would cost like for like a bunch of money.
0: Now, one, one this is pretty much one of the last big things was uh, it's like halfway through the movie, Wade and uh, Artemis meet up in real life, but they don't meet in real life until after Wade wins the egg. Right, they're all they're in the same location because Og brings the surviving high five to his house for protection so that they can finish the thing. Right. But she's already in her right eye. after Wade escapes from I O I. Yes, and that's when he meets H because she picks him up and he realizes he's a she. Right, and that that was that was a cool swerve they did in the book too. The whole like because the whole thing you are like, well, you're talking to this girl named Artemis. How do you know she's a girl? Really, yeah. your best friend you think is a guy is a girl? Right. Yeah. So that was just a whole funny play on that. Yeah. And I, and I kind of liked it, too. I did, I did too. Because
1: because ultimately, everyone was like,
0: we don't really care. No, we don't care.
1: If you're a guy, you're a girl, whatever. It's so that
0: he became friends with somebody based on the fact of who they
1: are as a person. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: And that was the whole thing about, too, like, you can make a legitimate connection on the internet. It wasn't like this whole thing is bashing the internet and it's just saying, you know, you can make legitimate connections on the internet, but there's also a real world out there that is pretty important that you should get out and enjoy every once in a while. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I took it. Cause I, you know, at the, at the end of the book, uh, Wade says that he doesn't feel the need for the first time in his life. He doesn't feel the need to be in the Oasis mm-hmm. to me. that's it's like, it's not like he's never going to go back in. It's just that he now has, he now has a lot of things he didn't have for most of his life. Right. He has um, close friends who are literally right there with him. He has a girlfriend now mm-hmm. and he's got the funds to like try and make the real world a better place, Right, which was uh, Artemis's goal and something he committed to doing at the end of the book. Right. Yeah. Ultimately, like it's, it was a very good story. It was an awesome story. Yeah. I mean, like, I know know one of your favorite things is that Will Wheaton um, was president. President? He was vice president. Vice president? No, he wasn't. He was president. No, he was vice president. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. He was vice president. Somebody else was president. I thought Will Wheaton was president. Hold on, let me let me check real
1: quick. So I think you're right. So Um, Will, I for some reason I always thought Will Wheaton was president
0: of the because he's like probably the more famous of the two. Yeah. Uh, Sci-fi author Cory Doctorow was president of. The Oasis. And what was he
1: president of the Oasis for close to a decade?
0: Uh, close to a decade, they they well they kept getting re elected by Oasis users because they had a platform of um, protecting Oasis user rights. Which makes Cause, sense. I mean, because what IOI wanted to do was take away them and, take, like, yeah, take away their rights uh, mon- completely. Like, have the advertisements commercialize, commercialize everywhere. The Oasis and yeah. make it expensive, super expensive to use. Because like something as great as the Oasis seems to be, it was free to use. Right, anybody could log on and use it. You just need you needed in game money to do traveling and stuff. Right, but ultimately, uh, that's that's another another little thing was Wade went from nothing right to owning an asteroid that had an X wing that had uh, the the ship from um, from Firefly. Right, and a freighter named the Vonnegut, and they actually they actually brought that into the movie. But they
1: brought uh, the Dito. Delorean.
0: They brought yeah. the Delorean in. Oh, and yes, the Firefly ship. Yeah,
1: right. Uh, Daito had um, a Firefly,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: but yeah, he owned an
0: entire an entire asteroid that yeah. was his base. Yeah, but and it wasn't uncommon for like people just to do that because you could buy stuff, and mm, right. you could buy planets if you could afford it.
1: Right. Um, so that was kind of cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, literally everything about the Oasis sounds fun. Yeah. A little scary. You'd you have
1: to play a lot well, I could, to get where they were.
0: I Not even that. Just the whole idea of the Oasis is kind of scary, because I could totally see people just being like, yeah, peace out, real life. I'm just going to do, do this yeah. for forever. why not?
1: I mean, for all intents and purposes, that's what they did with EverQuest. Mm-hmm. That's what they did with Ultima Online, uh, War of Warcraft. I mean, we're dangerously close to that aspect.
0: But and then the Oasis has like a sensory aspect to it, where you have the the gloves, the haptic gloves and suits, where right. you can actually like feel punches and kicks. For I don't know why you would and want other, to. And other stuff. <laughs> and other stuff. And and uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> um. Which they glanced on briefly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they glanced on it briefly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Which is understandable, so I can I can totally see that. But um, I think, uh, as they said in the movie, um, the oasis is great, but you can't get a good meal in mm-hmm. uh, the oasis or something like well, that. What was
0: the quote? Do you remember? I don't know. It's basically like the Matrix, right? Was one of the reasons why Cypher wanted back in, in without knowing that it, it's fake was I know I'm eating steak. My brain is telling me I'm eating steak, but this isn't real.
1: Right. So yeah.
0: In the Oasis, you could eat the juiciest steak you ever want, but in real life, Correct. you're not eating anything.
1: Right. Exactly. Um, and, and I think that was the more, this was the, 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 the less dark version of the matrix, I think for all intents and purposes.
0: The book was still pretty dark.
1: The book was dark, uh, but it had way brighter moments than The Matrix did.
0: Oh, yeah. Way brighter
1: moments. I mean, it was just like dark
0: upon dark upon dark. In the The Matrix, the planet Earth is basically a desolate wasteland. Right. Where people are living underground because that's where it's warm. Well, you know
1: what? It's not that much better with, you know... The Oasis and everything well, else because...
0: we not robot overlords yet.
1: Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly.
0: Okay, so I'm uh, that's, I'm pretty much out. Um, anything else you can think of? No.
1: L- Here's what... Um, when everyone asks me, you know, what do I like better, the book or the movie? I, I, I honestly look at the book as the definitive guide mm-hmm. to this world. And I look at the movie as the Cliff Notes version of this world.
0: And That's a good way to look at it. I, um, I, I and do I, don't, I don't think, and I don't think
1: either of them are negative. I'm not. And I've, and I can point out like a billion movies versus books where they're like, oh my god, they should have never made that book into a movie. You know what I mean? Uh, well,
0: where the common thing is uh, turning a video game into a movie. Those are terrible.
1: Those are terrible too. Uh, they can be. They can be. Um but I mean, with Mar- Mario, Brothers. <laughs> Mario Brothers. Yeah, that was I I, I don't even know. I, I, I never even understand. You know, when, um, I was, so that, when
0: I was four I liked that
1: movie. I, I still have the um Wave segueing right yeah. now. Um but I still have uh, the VHS version of what the studios handed out to the video game uh, or not video game, the uh, rental studio rental uh, stores as a precursor before they actually uh, popped it out. nice uh, just from a collectible standpoint, but it made no sense you know especially when you're looking at Koopas and everything else uh, but th- but this movie uh, in particular, was really kind of uh, the Cliff Notes version of the book. Did not, I don't think, really detracted in any way from the actual story. It just summarized and compartmentalized and contracted the actual Which story.
0: Is, what what loses me is the, the little details that get left out, and even the big details that get left out. And again, that's why... That's the, my whole thing with the Harry Potter movies and <clears throat> other well, that's stuff. That's what that's with. I, I in all honesty, that's and
1: with like, any I, book to movie. I understand that's, that's like every every book I to movie cause, cause ever. Like
0: said it would need to be a sixteen-hour movie if you wanted to do it faithfully and accurately. Right, and they'd have to spend millions to get the copyrights and trademarks to use right. the rights to the, everything.
1: Right, like, the songs and the movies and everything else. It's a little bit easier when Steven Spielberg, who's the director,
0: can give yeah.
1: permission for his movie. But
0: Steven Spielberg, as the director, didn't want to like pat himself on the back too right. much. Exactly,
1: which I gave him credit for
0: too. Yeah, no, totally.
1: Um, but I'm I'm a huge fan of the book. I'm a huge fan of the movie. More so, the book than the movie. Uh-huh. Um, if you if you like the movie, you're gonna love the book, in my opinion, and that's that's where started. But if you at.
0: like the if you love the book, you won't necessarily like the movie. I've heard that, and no, I don't dis. I, no, I I disagree. Okay. I like okay.
1: I I love the I love the book, and I understand where they were coming from with chopping ninety percent of the book out of the movie. I understand it, so I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? Like, if you go into a completely opposite direction from book to movie, mm-hmm. then I got more of a problem with you. But with this, I'm okay with it.
0: Well, I feel like I did it wrong, I feel like I should have watched the movie and then did the book.
1: I kind of really, I kind of was trying to push you in that direction you, you too, were, but, you didn't, you, but you, you didn't want to. You
0: recommended it to me. You told me that if I if I watch the movie after I read the book, I'm not going to like the movie as much. Right. You told me that. Yeah. And you were right. I hate telling you that you were right, right? Because you're going to let it go to your head, and you're going to bring it up every time, right? But you were right, and I know me. I should have done it, but I I didn't have time to watch the movie, and I needed something to listen to in the car. No, no, and
1: I and I understand completely. Like, I literally my my Genesis was I watched the movie. I literally read the book. Mm-hmm. And then I listen to the audio commentary, or not the audio commentary, the audio book from Will Wheaton.
0: And you tell me that you listen to the audio book a
1: couple times a year. Oh yeah, three or four times a year. I like. I love the book. Like I I don't know how or if they can do a sequel, but God, I hope they do. And God, I I would love to know how they're going to do it because I don't know how they're going to do it honestly.
0: Straight up, I feel like this is a one off.
1: I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, 99% of me says, "Yep, you're entirely correct." There's, there's the one percent of me says, "There's got to be some way as to like move enjoyed it."
0: Enjoyed the book, I would. I would say, yes, make another one, but. Most of me was just like, you know what? It was so perfect, you don't... Just leave it alone. Just let it be. No, no, no I, am, I like I understand that, that, that sentiment I mean, what, as well. What are you gonna, you're going to set it like um, 60 years later and have Wade, a dying Wade make his own version of a Ready Player One That's Easter one. Game?
1: That's one option. Yeah. I, you know, there's there's several other options where Sorrento comes into play. I've thought about that as well, but, I you know...
0: Well, I mean, ultimately, what can he do legally, Wade... One, he has all the money and the power of the Oasis and everything. Right. But, but he's in hot water himself.
1: Right. I, you know, and like I said, there's a there's a potentially a bunch of different fringe options which are available. I don't know if they're going to use them. I don't know if they're not. Well, here's what if they do, never do, I'm okay do. with that.
0: Go online, type in Ready Player One uh, Fan Fiction, and there you go. You might have a sequel in there somewhere. You might. You might. <laughs> Alright, so But um that was actually I was gonna ask you for a final thought, but you just basically gave me your final thoughts on the like, Yeah. And your final thoughts? I same thing. I love it. It I loved it more than I thought I was gonna love it. Mm-hmm.
1: Obviously, I think you, I think I was kind of nagging you for like two years to like I, either listen to the book did, or read the book or watch the movie. Since, like I since, like I honestly think I was. Ever since nagging you, you saw
0: the movie, you've been nagging me
1: to check it out. Yeah, yeah, um, just to have this conversation.
0: Ultimately, I think like I loved it, but ultimately, I think it has more of an impact on its target audience, which is you, mm-hmm. someone who grew up in the '80s and was impacted by all the stuff referenced within the book.
1: No, 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 I, I agree. Like, I think it affects my generation more than it affects your generation. Like, if
0: this was, if the book was based on, like, 90s pop culture, total, I would be way more, probably, like, it would probably have touched my heart more. Right. In the way that, like, it Probably touched your no, heart. No, no,
1: it's, it's it's just amazing. Like, I literally say it to your everyone. Your cold, dead heart. I, yeah, <laughs> exactly. My cold, dead heart is, it's like the Grinch. It's like starting to beat like two times <laughs> larger than it actually is, you know? But, I, but, like, that's my whole point. Like, it was really geared toward my generation. And you know what? But everyone loves the 80s. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, those that um, were adults in like the seventies, 80s love the sixties. Uh-huh. Same, same situation, but now we've got like a whole story and universe built around the eighties. Forever. 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 Yes. Yes. Exactly.
0: All right. All right. So this has been um, our Ready Player One. Yeah, part two. Part two
1: of our old nerd, young nerd. And I, I think we pretty much covered all of
0: it. I don't. Without kicking a dead horse, I don't think we can talk about
1: Ready Player One anymore. No, well, I. Well, I could probably talk about it like for another two or three hours, but you know.
0: All right, that's but, that's about six episodes. Todd's promising you of him ranting and raving. Well, but I'm there. not going to. Oh, okay. I I don't, I'm not going
1: I to see. because I want you to all. Listen, read, or and or watch Ready Player One. Just
0: do all three. Yeah. All right. So, make sure to listen to us on Buzzsprout, Spotify, Pandora, Apple, Stitcher, Google, Alexa, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Castro, Castbox, Podchaser, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Old Nerd, Young Nerd. Um, thank you for listening. As always. And remember, normal is the new boring. All right. Thank you very much.